Welcome to Ashlyn's Apron Podcast, a holistic journey to healthier living. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm ready to guide you on the path to living your best life. As a registered dietitian, I absolutely love anything food, science, everyday living, and of course, finding joy in it all. I'm here to give you nutrition advice while also providing tips for your daily life. Join me as I help you become the healthiest version of yourself. Welcome back to the podcast this week. At the time that this is airing, it is the very beginning of August. August is a transition month for me. While I consider it summer, and by golly, some of our hottest days in Memphis are in August. While I consider it summer, it definitely comes with the start of a mindset shift. For many people, the big summer trips are over and everyone starts looking forward towards fall. Even some of the shopping stores that I've been in already this summer have their Halloween and Thanksgiving decorations out. So everyone's just looking forward to fall. There's this mindset shift that's already happening, even though the weather outside is very, very hot. But so we're at the beginning of August, and we're still soaking up every last bit of summer. Sometimes as we get towards the end of the season, whether that's literally seasons such as fall, spring, summer, winter, or seasons of life, whenever we get towards the end of that season, I find that it's easier to reflect and think about what we still want to gain from the season that we're about to step out of. We think of things like, Before I move to college, I want to make sure I spend time with my high school friends. Or, before the snow melts, I want to make sure I go sledding one more time. Today, I'm going to talk about something you can make sure is on your list before summer comes to a close. Before summer's over, I challenge you to make sure you go to a farmer's market. Farmers markets are so fun, but I feel like we only think about them in the winter when we're craving fresh grown veggies, warmth of walking around outside, things like that. But when we're in the prime farmers market time, like in the middle of summer, our schedules become packed with summer activities or We lose that motivation because it is so hot and not really wanting to get out in the heat. Hopefully, at the end of this episode, you'll be encouraged to get out and enjoy the last several weeks and maybe a few more months of farmer's markets. And in order to do this, I'm going to share with you my latest farmer's market haul. Even as I'm getting started, I'm getting so excited just thinking about this. I love farmer's market mornings. A day at the farmer's market starts out with a cup of coffee or a trip to Bigby Coffee, which I'll have to talk more about in another episode. 
But the campfire cold brew, chef's kiss, it is so, so good. With our coffee in hand, we make our way to the farmer's market and just walk around to see what we find. This past time, I got several things. Whenever I go to a farmer's market, there's something in me that always looks for a good bunch of peaches. I don't know what it is in me, but I'm just always looking for peaches when I go. At the farmer's market that I was at for this latest haul, multiple vendors had peaches. Typically at these types of places, like a group farmer's market where there are multiple vendors, then they're typically all priced the same, but you just have to determine which look and smell the best to you. So we got a couple of peaches and we have just been eating them by themselves. No fancy additions, no way to change it up, just eating the peaches straight and they are so, so good. Obviously, there are other ways you can prepare peaches. You could get them and slice them in half and even put them on the grill face down. Once they're warm and have a little bit of that char from the grill on them, you could add some vanilla ice cream in the middle or even add some vanilla Greek yogurt with some cinnamon or granola on top for a more nutritious option. Peaches are a great addition to charcuterie boards, and they pair really well with goat cheese or brie, some of those softer cheeses with crackers and honey. I also love the color combination of peaches with blackberries, so if you're making a charcuterie board, definitely make sure to add those colors together because it looks really good. After we got some peaches, we also got some purple hole peas. So these are similar to black-eyed peas in how they look. The purple hole peas kind of ironically look a little bit more green, which is interesting because they're purple. But really, if you didn't ask what they were, you wouldn't know the difference between a fresh black-eyed pea, and fresh purple whole peas. Stephen and I enjoy these because they kind of have a more flavorful taste than black-eyed peas, in our opinion. These add good protein and carbohydrates into our meals, which are necessary nutrients for fuel for our bodies. So they're flavorful and a great addition to a home-cooked meal. However, I will say, just with our schedules and how we were planning out our meals for the next couple of weeks, I actually popped this baggie full of peas into our freezer to make later. So if you go to a farmer's market and are thinking, man, this is just perfect, I want to get, you know, XYZ produce, you can just try and pop it in the freezer because that may help it to last longer and you're able to enjoy it later. Another one of my farmer's market finds was a purple bell pepper. Stephen and I love bell peppers, especially on the grill in the summertime. So my eye was draw to them just for being a bell pepper, 
but also because of the deep, dark purple color. It was so beautiful. The farmers selling it had it next to eggplant, so it was almost like to hint that these special bell peppers were influenced by the eggplant. Maybe it was grown super close together or whatever the case is to kind of make this crossbred type pepper. The farmers had it listed for $1, so we decided to grab one and try it. To eat it, you could have just, we could have just eaten it raw, but I decided I wanted to roast it. And I'm actually going to take a little rabbit trail to tell you how I roast my veggies. I'm actually about to save your life with this tip, so buckle up because this is going to be so time saving. Whenever you go to roast your vegetables in the oven, olive oil is a great heart-healthy fat that can help with that roasting. So wash and cut up all your veggies and then put them in a large baggie. I recommend large because whenever I roast vegetables, I roast a pan full. But if you're just roasting a few, like if you were just roasting a bell pepper, then maybe you could use like a smaller baggie. But I had more than just my bell pepper with it, so I used larger. And then you want to have some extra space in there for what I'm about to tell you. Once all your veggies are in there, pour in some olive oil and your seasonings. My typical go-to seasonings are garlic powder and freshly cracked pepper. Then close up your baggie. Resist the urge to take all of the air out of it. I get an autopilot sometimes when I'm closing a baggie up because I try and get all the air out, but really the air is going to help us in this process because we need the air for mixing it together. So make sure it's sealed and then shake, shake, shake. This will help get your seasonings and olive oil coated all over the vegetables. Then you just open it up and pour it on a cookie sheet. You can put tinfoil on the cookie sheet to also save on cleanup. I definitely recommend this method rather than chopping veggies and putting them in a cookie sheet and then pouring the olive oil on them and stirring it around with a spoon or even your hand. This can get messy and they're not evenly coated in the olive oil and the seasonings. I recommend the baggie for easy cleanup, but you could also use a large bowl to toss them if you are short on baggies or don't want to waste them in that way. Pop those veggies in a 425 degree oven and roast them for about 15 to 20 minutes. That does change based on what your vegetable is, but I've found that this is a pretty good standard time for most things. So once I roasted the eggplant purple colored bell pepper, I tried it. It honestly tasted like an eggplant in a sense that it was more mellow than other bell peppers. Bell peppers, especially the red, yellow, and orange varieties, have high amounts 
of vitamin C. And fun fact, there are actually more vitamin C in bell peppers than oranges, if you can believe it or not. The bell peppers taste very juicy and sweet, especially, again, the red, yellow, and orange varieties. When Stephen and I cook these bell peppers on the grill, and once they come off, they have a nice little char on the outside, but they explode with a juicy sweetness from the inside. This purple one was amazingly fresh, so good, but again, just a little more yellow in that its taste was kind of like an eggplant. It didn't explode with that juicy sweetness. It was just a little bit more mellow. Still very good, though. On our way out of the farmer's market, there was a vendor selling fresh bread. She had a little section of her booth that had these tiny little potato loaves for 25 cents. So I got one, and it was so good. I ate it right when we got in the car as I was finishing up my coffee from the beginning of the morning. Now, I didn't get these next couple of things from a farmer's market, but they are fresh out of my brother-in-law's grandfather's garden. (laughs) My sister split some of what he gave them because it was just so much. So my fridge has been full of fresh vegetables. We got a bunch of cucumbers, Brussels sprouts, and green beans. I roasted the Brussels sprouts with my purple bell pepper, and they were so good. With the green beans, I washed and snapped and stringed the beans. And then once they were dry, I actually put them in a baggie, put a date on them, and popped them in the freezer to have at a later time. With the cucumbers, there were so many of those, so I decided to make some homemade pickles. I cut up some into spears and some into spheres, I guess. (laughs) So spears of pickles and then the little round discs of pickles. And I added a third cup of white vinegar and filled the rest of the jar with water. I also added freshly cracked pepper because I thought that that sounded good as a seasoning to go with it. Um, Garlic would also be good or crushed red pepper, fresh dill, anything else that you think would be good would be a great seasoning to add as an addition. I love all the things I gathered at this farmer's market hall this week. I've been overflowing with fresh produce and I love it. The dietitian in me is really smiling. Ah, so good. This week's local love segment is going to be a little bit different because I want to feature some of my favorite local farmers markets. Going to your local farmers markets is a great way to get nutritious and fresh produce and baked goods, as well as a great way to support local growers and sellers, which is one of my favorite things. Love supporting local. The first farmer's market that I'll mention is the Cooper Young Community Farmer's Market. This is a year-round market, so you'll have multiple opportunities to go over there on Saturdays. Of course, since this is all year long, some vendors are 
not always there, just depending on the season and what is able to be grown and sold. I do have a friend who actually works for a local coffee shop, and they're down there at this farmer's market consistently throughout the year offering fresh coffee to those shopping around. You could also find bread, flowers, or anything, really, you could find at any farmer's market. The next farmer's market on my list is the Memphis Farmer's Market. This is located downtown off of Front Street. It's actually in the parking lot of the Malco Powerhouse on Front Street. So if you're looking to go to this one, you could always plug that Malco into your maps. The start of their season is in the spring, so around April, and they end in the fall, so late fall, kind of October. It's primarily open on Saturdays, and here you can find soap, pottery, produce, coffee, and even little dessert jars. They have a lot, and it's really fun to walk around this farmer's market, and you could even walk a little further and go up to Main Street, walk up and down Main Street, which is really nice in the early morning hours when you're going to these farmer's markets. You could also go to a coffee shop downtown or window shop in other places along Main Street. But let me get off of that tangent and get back to farmer's markets. The next one on my list is the Jones Orchard in Millington. Now, this is a little further away, but it is family-owned, and they're open every day of the week. They have fresh produce and jams and jellies, but they also have fun features like fresh strawberry picking, or later in the fall, they have a pumpkin patch and sometimes even corn mazes. The next one on my list is The Market in Arlington. This is located across the soccer fields in Arlington, just down from the downtown square. When I've been, I've not seen any fresh produce, but there are vendors there selling homegrown honey, baked goods, and specialty crafts on Saturdays in the summer. The fifth and final one on my list of local farmers markets And, of course, this is not a comprehensive list, but this one is probably at the top of my list for local loves of farmer's markets. This is the Agri-Center Farmer's Market. It's open on weekdays in the summer as well as on Saturdays. It always has its produce and vendors underneath the red barn throughout the week where you can be sure to find peaches and tomatoes. They always seem to have that, but they always have other fresh fruits and veggies. On Saturdays, there are more vendors like those selling coffee, jewelry, or fresh breads. Actually, all of the above produce that I mentioned in this episode that I got in my latest farmer's market haul came from the Agri-Center farmer's market, unless otherwise stated. Love, love, love. For my favorite find this week, I'm actually going to choose what I think was my favorite food from my farmer's market haul. 
for you as a listener, if you're thinking you just want to go out and try one thing rather than everything I mentioned, this is what you should go for. My favorite find this week is, drumroll please, the Purple Bell Pepper. It was so unique and I loved experimenting with trying it and I was fascinated by its new flavor. So I challenge you, go out and find it at the Agar Center Farmer's Market. Try it and let me know what you think. That's it for this week's episode. I'd say we're probably about three quarters done with summer, which is kind of sad. But going and enjoying your local farmer's markets is a great way to keep extending summer as long as we can. I'd love for you to write a rating and review of this podcast so that I can reach more people like you who are wanting to become the healthiest version of themselves. Talk to you soon.